Hey, Mama. So today's episode is going to be a little bit of a different one. So I'm talking about two things here. First, I'm really going to share with you guys my journey to growing my email list to a thousand subscribers. Actually, now it's over a thousand, but a thousand plus subscribers in nine months. But I'm also going to take you behind the scenes of hosting my first bundle. Um, last week I wrapped up the social media detox bundle. It was my first time hosting a bundle. And so I kind of want to take you behind the scenes of these two things. Um, they both go together because my bundle was a big part of growing my email list. And as you know, like I've really been talking more about email marketing and leveraging both email and my podcast to grow my business, um, attract my ideal clients and all of the things. And so I'm really taking you behind the scenes of that and my journey. One, just to kind of show you guys what it's like to actually grow your email list, but also two, really talk about how I leveraged my bundle, not just to grow my email list, but I had some amazing results with my podcast. So I'm going to be sharing about that as well. So let's get into today's episode. Hey, Mama. Welcome to the Mama Term Mompreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Singletary, a wife, mama of two, and former virtual assistant turned podcast strategist and producer. This is the podcast for the mama who is burnt out trying to build her business on social media. You're tired of putting in so much time and energy marketing your business on social media only to hear crickets and barely get any engagement on your posts. You don't have time to waste as a busy mama and you need an effective way to generate leads for your business. Well, mama, you're in the right place. On this podcast, I will be giving you the inside scoop on how to create a podcast that generates consistent leads for your business on autopilot, mixed in with some mompreneur hacks and tips for growing your business as a busy mama. So grab your coffee, your notebook and pen, put in those earbuds, and let's dive in. All right, now before we get into today's juicy episode, I have a huge announcement. Next week, I am hosting my very first masterclass. And I'm so excited about this because it's something that it really needs, it's needed. (laughs) So it's called the Podcast Growth Formula Masterclass. And I am walking you through my framework. It's called the lock framework. I'm walking you through that in this masterclass. So not only are you going to grow your podcast audience, you're going to grow it with the right people and you're going to do it in a way that is sustainable, that doesn't require more of your time or energy and really just help you to look at your podcast differently and really start hitting those podcasting goals. Now, yes, I know people like to really focus on downloads and downloads are great, but podcast growth is so much more than that. And so I'm really going to give you those strategies to grow your podcast audience, but grow it with those people who are your ideal clients and who are your best 
fit clients. I've talked about this a lot on the podcast about how I've really been able to use my podcast to attract my dream clients. Like I'm, I'm working with some of the most amazing women and it's because of my podcast. So if you want to hop in on this and get access to the masterclass for the pre-sale price, because the price is going to go up, head on over to momentermompreneur.com forward slash masterclass. And you'll learn more details about the masterclass and what all it will include. It is live, but it's also going to be recorded. And so you'll have access to the replay of both the audio and video recording, just in case like if you don't want to do the video, you can listen to the audio and still get a lot from it. Like the framework I'm going to be sharing with you, and this has literally helped me and my clients rank on the Apple podcast charts consistently, grow our podcast audience consistently. And also I just discovered my podcast is now in the top 2.5% of podcasts, which is huge. And I did all of this in less than a year. Next month will be my one-year podcast anniversary. And I've done all of this before that one-year mark. So these strategies work. Okay, now let's get into the episode. Oh my gosh. So let's talk about where my email list was in January. So going into 2023, I made the decision to really focus on growing my email list. I had neglected it, um, even like with knowing that it's, you know, a really great part of having a business, like you really should focus on your email list. I didn't focus on that my first year or so in business. So I, I going into January, I did a few different things. One, I switched uh, my website provider. So I went from Squarespace to show it. And on Squarespace at the time, I had um, was using their email marketing platform. And when I was on Squarespace, my brand and everything was called the Savvy VA Mama. Um, and so I rebranded, you know, going into 2023, I became Mama Term Mompreneur. And so I started on a new um, website platform. I um, had this amazing website built on Show It. And I switched over to ConvertKit for my email marketing. So going into 2023, January 2023, I had 47 people on my email list. As of today, which it's September 2023, I have 1,126 people on my email list. Yeah. Nine months from 47 to 1,126 people. So like I said, my goal for 2023 was to grow my email list. And I did that. <laughs> so how did I do that? I did a lot of different things. One, I became more consistent with promoting my freebie in Facebook groups. So Facebook groups where my ideal clients were hanging out. I really started promoting my podcast launch guide. People were like asking a lot about, you know, how do you launch a podcast? What do I need to do? What equipment that I, do I need and different things like that. And so I created this resource and I, I updated it quite a bit, especially as I learned more about what people were looking for. And so it has evolved into two things. It has basically 
a guide to picking your equipment and the software you need for recording and editing, but it also walks you through the entire launch process and what steps you need to be taking and in the order you should be doing them. So I started promoting the heck out of that freebie on my podcast and in Facebook groups where my idol clients were hanging out. I also got into participating in bundles. And I want to say this started in like May or June. I started seeing people, you know, asking for contributors for bundles. And so I actually, I think the first bundle I participated in, someone had reached out to me via email and asked me if I would be her podcasting expert for her bundle. And so I was brand new to bundles, didn't know, really know much about them. Like I said, I'd started seeing more about them, especially in different Facebook groups I was in. And so I was like, sure, you know, um, can you give me some guidance on what type of resource to provide? Because like I said, this was my very first bundle. I had no clue what to do, (laughs) what I should contribute or different things like that. And so for that one, I think um, she recommended that I could contribute, you know, like the first few episodes of my Make Money podcasting audio course. And then I can, as like a tripwire or an upsell, I can offer the whole thing at a discounted price or something. And so that was my first bundle. Um, I think I probably got anywhere from 40 to 50 people who signed up for that, which was really great. You know, I've, my email list doubled. You know, like I said, I started the year at 47. And so I think I have finally, um, no, it did more than double, actually. I finally had crossed over to like 200 subscribers or something like that. And so I was like, oh, there's actually something to this bundle thing, (laughs) you know? And so I started like, you know, learning more about bundles and I um, found a couple of Facebook groups, which I'll link them in the show notes. you know, that they specifically they're geared towards like collaboration. So if you want to find contributors for your bundle, um, if you want to find people to speak at your virtual summits, like different opportunities for collaborations. So I joined those Facebook groups so I could find more bundles and even summits um, to participate in. So I, yeah, I participated in bundles. Now there was one bundle that had the greatest impact on my growth. Now, I need to shout out Letitia Collins. She hosted the Balanced Business Bundle. And just from that bundle alone, I got almost 400 subscribers. It was wild. Like everyone was talking about the crazy growth that they were experiencing with this bundle. And not just that, that was the first bundle where I had set up a tripwire and actually had people purchase. I think like six or seven people um, purchased the offer that I had for my tripwire. So that bundle, that was like the best bundle I had ever participated in. And so bundles were a great part of this growth for me. I also was participating in different summits. And so Summits, they haven't been the best for like significant growth, but they've been really great for attracting ideal clients. So like I've gotten a few signups here and there from summits and these people 
I ended up connecting with and either we did a collaboration together or they became a client of mine or in my case, I actually found my virtual assistant from one of these summits that I spoke at. She reached out to me because she she loved my um, session on podcasting. And then she had a friend who had just started her podcast. And so she was referring that friend to me. And then her and I started talking. I loved everything about her. She was a mama like me. And we shared so many similarities. And so now, as of October, I'm going to be onboarding her as my virtual assistant. So it's really been a really great experience. But like I said, summits haven't been for like huge growth as far as like my email list goes. But the people who have come to me via a summit, it's been a really great experience. Like I said, we either ended up, you know, doing a collaboration together or, you know, they work with me at some level. Another way that I had started growing my email list this year was speaking events. So outside of summits, I also did speaking events in front of like mastermind groups, as well as within private Facebook groups. And again, I always made sure to go into these things with one, of course, promoting my podcast, but also having some type of free gift. So that looked like either promoting my podcast launch guide or um, one of the Facebook groups I was speaking at. It was like right before I was getting ready to host my pop-up private podcast, the Lead Generation Playbook. And so I directed them there. And so again, I was able to grow my email list that way. Also through my pop-up private podcast, I grew my email list. So the Lead Generation Playbook, I think I had anywhere from 35 to 40 people sign up for it. Now, it technically was more than that. um, And it was due to a mistake I made. I missed out on a lot of emails. And I'm going to get to that in a little bit. Um, So let's just put a pin in that there. Um, But yeah, my pop-up private podcast, I think it was like about 40 people who ended up signing up for it. And so grew my email list that way. Um, Back in May, I did my five days to lead generating podcast content challenge. Grew my email list that way as well. Um, And so as you see, these different opportunities just over time within the span of the nine months, I started getting more and more people on my email list. And I, learning from my girl, Kylie Kelly, (laughs) she really coached me on how to make sure that I'm retaining my subscribers. Now, of course, if people want to go because they're not filling my emails, let them go, you know, (laughs) bless and release. (laughs) But there are some things that you can do so that you don't overwhelm your subscribers, especially when they're new to your email list. Um, So I am going to talk about that in in a little bit. So let's talk about me hosting my first bundle. So from this bundle alone, I had 576 women sign up for the bundle. That got me to that 1,126 mark. Yes. And I'm still blown away because this was my very first bundle. I honestly 
went into this not really having any expectations. Like my heart behind this bundle was I wanted to create resources that was going to help mom business owners build a business in a way that feels good to them in a way that they can actually commit to, in a way that's not going to drain or exhaust them, in a way that is sustainable. And social media, it's great. But when we get into this pattern of relying on it heavily, it's going to lead to burnout because you have to churn out so much content because your content in a sense, it's not lasting. It's only good for a limited amount of time and that's not sustainable. And so I wanted to set these women up for success so that they can start hitting their goals in their business so they can work in their business, but they're not working in it 24 seven. And so I went into it with that mindset, not like, oh, I want to have such and such amount of subscribers, you know, sign up for this bundle. And so I'm blown away that 576 women saw this and were like, yes, this is for me. Let me subscribe. I'm going to get into more of the bundle in a little bit, but let's talk about mistakes I made along my journey of growing my email list. So number one, I was doing the double opt-in. Now I know that um, there used to be like laws and everything regarding this. However, you don't have to do it. A lot of times your email service provider will discourage you from doing it because, you know, the concern that, you know, spam bots are going to get on your email list. But the thing is, is that if somebody is taking the time to put in their name and their email, and I even take it a step further and I ask for their Instagram handle too, then they want your, you know, resource. <laughs> Nobody's going to take that time to input the information if they don't actually want it. You know what I mean? But I didn't know that. And so I had the double opt-in. And so even though these people had put in their name and their email, they weren't getting the other email to confirm that they want to be on my email list. It was going to their junk folder. And so I discovered in July that I had over 300 people unconfirmed and I couldn't do anything about it because legally, because they didn't do that double opt-in, I couldn't go and take their name and email and add it to my email list. So I was kicking myself for that and it was a lesson well learned. And so now when I set up my landing pages for whatever resources I have, I do it so that they're automatically you know, add it in. I don't do the double opt-in anymore. So if you have that double opt-in set up for your email list, don't do that because you watch, you can go look and see in your email service provider that you probably have a bunch of unconfirmed people. And it's discouraging, especially like it was over 300 people and there were people who actually wanted to be on my email list. So anyways, I had to, I had my moment where I cried and then I got over that. Another mistake I made was not always choosing aligned collaborations. So some of the collaborations I did, they weren't really geared towards my ideal clients. And so it just wasn't the good, best fit or I didn't see the results that I desired to see. And so 
after I really like started to understand bundles more and even like really just looking at the different type of bundles that people were creating, I became more intentional about which ones I applied for. And then the mistake that I made and that I was sharing about with you guys earlier about how to basically when you get new subscribers to keep from overwhelming them. So one mistake I was making was that these new subscribers, as soon as they subscribed, they were being immediately put into my welcome sequence. And so if you think about it, if you're participating in a bundle, then the bundles usually last anywhere from like five to seven days. Well, people are getting bombarded with all the emails about the bundle. Then they got your welcome sequence emails and then a lot of other contributors who are, you know, doing their welcome sequence emails. And it's just an overload of emails. So I learned from Kylie Kelly that the best way to do it is to wait about a week or so after the bundle has ended to have that welcome sequence start. And I did that. Um, I did that with Letitia's Collins um, Balanced Business Bundle. And so I think I had maybe 50 people unsubscribe. And I think it was more so that they weren't mom business owners and they weren't really, you know, we just didn't connect. (laughs) But out of like 400 people to only have about 50 people unsubscribe, that's huge. And so it's a really effective strategy. You know, you basically, you give people some breather room, you know, let them, you know, go through your resource and stuff. And then you pop in like a week or so later and say, hey, you remember me from this bundle? This was the resource you, you know, signed up for. Um, Here it is again. And then you kind of, then you start your welcome sequence. And so that's been more effective for me. And I've even been having more people responding to the emails and the welcome sequence and again, making those connections. Um, I even had someone, she came through the bundle. We've been emailing back and forth. Now she's going to be a guest on my podcast. I also shared with her a new offer that I'm going to be launching the first week of November that I felt like she would be a good fit for. And she said, I'm all in, send me the details when you have it. And so again, it's just been an effective strategy because one, you know, all the other contributors who maybe they did have their welcome sequence going immediately, I my email didn't get lost in all of that. So that has been a really effective strategy. Okay, so now the actual bundle recap. How did I set it up? Kylie Kelly. <laughs> and I'm part of her Spotlight Club, and this is her visibility membership, and this is golden. It's $19 a month, and she gives so much value. Like, it honestly should be way more, but I know that she has it priced at a, you know, an amount that feels really good to her and everything. But she created this Get It Done Week. Um, It's called Bundle Like a Boss. And basically, she lays out everything for you. She even gives you templates. So it's like plug and play. And she even like during that Get It Done Week, she would look over anything that we submitted, give us feedback. And it made it so easy. Like, 
I I honestly, if it wasn't for her, I never would have done this bundle. And like when I first joined the Spotlight Club, because when you first join, you get to have a one-on-one call with her. That's part of the membership. And I shared with her my goals of growing my email list. And she's like, oh, you should host a bundle. And I was like, girl, I don't even know the first thing about hosting a bundle. I don't even know where to begin. And she's like, calm down. You know, I'm going to be putting together, you know, the bundle like a boss and it'll walk you through the whole thing. And it literally did. Like she had it mapped out perfectly what on what to do each day, you know, a month before, two weeks before, like it was broken down perfectly. And so that made it easy for me to host this bundle. Now, my overall experience. So I really looked at some of the other bundles I participated in that I saw were like really successful and I loved how they were set up. And so I used that for inspiration in, you know, how to structure my registration page and my gift page and different things. Um, And so I also, because I Wanted to see if I can, you know, generate some passive income. So I set up tripwires for the resources that I included in the bundle. Didn't get any sales from it, which was totally okay. Like a lot of times I, I feel like people get disappointed, like, oh, I didn't get any sales from my tripwire. Well, in a situation like this, you know, these are cold leads. And so they may not feel like, eh, I really don't know this person too well. So I'm not sure if I'm ready to invest yet. So totally okay. You're still getting the people on your email list at the end of the day. Um, another thing I did was in on the gift page, I had different affiliate links set up. So I, I highlighted ConvertKit, Dubsado, Captivate, which is my podcast hosting platform. And I think there was one more that I'm blanking on right now. Okay, yeah. So it was ConvertKit, Dubsado, Captivate, my podcast hosting platform, and then Show It, which is what I use for my website. Now, I included those affiliate links because what the different contributors were creating resources for, mini courses, templates, all of that, those things somehow fell into it. So I did a couple of um, resources related to podcasting. And so I included affiliate link on the gift page for um, Captivate, which is the podcast hosting platform that I recommend to my clients. Um, We also had from Kylie Kelly, she included her um, three-day email marketing challenge. And so I included an affiliate link for ConvertKit. And then um, let me see, Felicia Pugh, she did a training on systems and automations. And so... I included an affiliate link for Dubsado. And then we had a couple of ladies, so Alex Edwards and Tina Henson, where they were providing templates for um, websites. And so I included an affiliate link for Show It. Now, I my mistake, I did not go back and check to see if anybody signed up, but I just put it out there. Like, even if they didn't use my affiliate link, Um, they could kind of see like some of the, you know, top resources for those things. So like for, you know, systems and softwares for those different things, just to kind of, you know, get them thinking about that and everything. So I was very intentional about how I set up the gift page. 
Now let's talk about the experience for my contributors. My gosh, they gave me such positive feedback. Kay Hillman shared that the women in her community kept letting her know that this was the best bundle that she has ever shared with them. And I'm just so blown away by that. And it makes sense because the women in her community are either moms or desire to be moms one day. And so it was geared towards them. I, um, Tina Henson, she actually landed a client from this bundle. All of the contributors, though, were sharing about they were amazed at the number of subscribers they gained from this bundle. And so overall, it was a really great experience. And so that was one thing I was really, really like, you know, felt strongly about was just creating this experience that wasn't just like good for me, but I wanted my contributors to really experience wins. And so a lot of the ladies were sharing that they've been having conversations back and forth with their new subscribers and that they like for some of them, this was their first bundle they ever participated in. And so I'm glad that this was their first experience to kind of set the bar because now they're like, okay, I'm going to participate in more bundles, but I'm going to be very mindful of whose bundle I'm going to participate in because I want this type of experience. And so that meant the world to me hearing that. Overall, what I enjoyed the most about the bundle was just the overall community aspect and connecting more with the contributors. Like I got to know many of them a lot better and I feel like they got to know me a lot better. And so it was just a really great way to strengthen those relationships, but also to build new relationships. Um, A couple of the ladies who participated in the bundle, they're going to be hosting bundles in the next couple of months. And now I get to participate in their bundles. And so just creating those collaborations and building those relationships in the online space has been like, I think probably one of the best things that came out of this bundle. And then what I would do differently. So I think by the time I got to the point where I had to build out the gift page, I was just like, I just ready for this bundle to happen. And so I really didn't think about how I organized each of the contributions. So for future bundles, I'm definitely going to make sure that I organize the contributions a lot better. So I think I'm going to do it by category just to make it easier on the people who sign up for it. I mean, I haven't had any complaints, <laughs> knock on wood, but I, I that was something I did notice. And like by the time it came to mind, I had already built the page and I think it was like a few days before the bundle was supposed to start. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave it. This is my first bundle. I'm learning. Now I know for future ones. So I think that was the main thing that I would change. But overall, this was an incredible experience. And I'm so glad that I did it. Okay, so now let's talk about my podcast and where it falls into all of this. So leading up to the bundle, so that week that the bundle was to start, and then the last week of the bundle, I didn't really promote my podcasts on social media. I was just in full-on bundle mode and I and I didn't even promote my podcast episodes to my email list either. I really wanted to I didn't want to overwhelm my audience. 
And so I wanted to just keep the focus on the bundle. And so that's the only thing I promoted to my email list on socials. Like that was the only type of stuff that I was really posting and creating content for and different things like that. So I did not share about my latest podcast episodes, but this is what I did do. After people signed up for the bundle and they were taken to the gift page, you know what they saw? They saw that the Mama Term Entrepreneur podcast was sponsoring that bundle. Now, I got this idea from both Kylie Kelly and from Letitia Collins because they did that on their bundle gift page. And I thought it was genius. And so those two weeks, I ranked the most I've ever ranked on in like different countries. I think it was at least like five to six countries each week. But the second week that I didn't promote like my podcast really anywhere else, I was in the top 100 in like multiple countries. And I had my highest downloads like each week, those two weeks. I mean, new people were coming in and (laughs) they were literally going in and downloading almost every podcast episode I have. And I'm almost to 100 episodes, guys. Like... It was, I was blown away and it, that I was only really promoting the podcast, like for the, on the gift page. I wasn't really talking about it anywhere else. I wasn't promoting it to my email list. I wasn't posting about it in my Instagram stories or anything like that. I gained a lot of new listeners and not just that, the right listeners, because the women signing up for this bundle or my ideal clients. And not just that, I was getting DMs from different people who discovered my podcast from this bundle. And one DM in particular, um, I it really just blessed me and brought me to tears. So another mompreneur, she reached out to me. She said that she found my podcast um, and The one episode that really just freed her was the episode I did on the value dilemma, like whether or not you should give a lot of value in your podcast content. So yeah, that was episode 68. I will link that in the show notes, but yeah, she, you know, told me that that was something she actually had been struggling with. And it freed her up so much. And she actually had experienced like a block with her podcast because of this, because she didn't know how much value was too much value. And so that made, that honestly made my day. Like if that was the only thing that came out of this bundle, I would have been just happy as can be because that is what I want. Like I want this podcast to really set you free. You know, there's just so much pressure and expectations and just so many things on us moms. We carry so much. And so if this podcast can set you free in any way, whether that's in your role as a mom, in how you run your business, whatever it may be, like, that's what I want. And so I I really am just blessed by that. I share all that to say, like, you know, a lot of times we think that when it comes to growing our podcast, 
we need to create more content. You know, we need to repurpose it into a blog. We need to repurpose it for a reel on Instagram, turn it into carousel posts, turn it into stories, turn it into this, turn it into that, all these different pieces of content. While that is great and it is an effective strategy, it's not the only way. I literally did the bare minimum and I was ranking two weeks in a row in like five or six different countries and in the top 100 for these countries. And I had my highest downloads weeks, those two weeks that I didn't even promote my podcast on Instagram. And that is what I'm going to be teaching you in the Podcast Growth Formula Masterclass because we don't need to do more. We don't need to create more content to grow our podcast audience with the right people. There are simple strategies that, require the bare minimum. And Kay Hillman always talks about the bare minimum. And she's right. Like you don't have to do the most in order to see results. Sometimes less is more. And it's about working smarter, not harder and using strategies that are actually sustainable. And so if that is what you want then you need to join me for the masterclass. Right now, the pre-sale price is $27. It's going to go up next week. So hop on that at the pre-sale price so you can learn these strategies to start growing your podcast audience with the right people. And even if you don't have your podcast yet, you want to know these strategies so that way you are setting your podcast up for success from day one. So head on over to mamaturnmompreneur.com forward slash masterclass to grab your spot for this masterclass. Now, I know this was a much longer episode than you guys are used to from me, but I just had to spill all the tea on growing my email list, the behind the scenes of this bundle, and also talking about how I had my best weeks for my podcast when I wasn't even posting on socials. Like that's the part that gives me right there. Like that in and of itself was like, wow, very eye-opening for me. So, all right, I'm going to go ahead and end this because we're already almost at like 40 minutes. So anyways, thank you for tuning in, especially if you listened all the way to the end and I will catch you in the next episode. Mama, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang with me. Whether you're a podcaster ready to create podcast content that attracts her dream clients or a mama that's ready to stop the social media burnout and simplify her marketing through podcasting, I can support you. Head on over to mamatermompreneur.com forward slash connect to submit an interest form so we can chat about how I can best support you. All right, mama, I will talk to you again soon.